listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We are just super excited to have you here again with us this week as we continue to add value to you. Thank you so much for listening to, liking, subscribing, and yes, rating our podcast. We need ratings from you. We need to know that you're benefiting from the podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. How about you reach out to me personally via email at rpain at onevoiceinc.org, onevoiceinc.org. I want to remind you to take full advantage of our free resources that help you to grow as a leader. Uh, One is this podcast. Another is our newsletter. And another is a monthly webinar that we have on the third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. Central. You can always find out about this information, other events coming up right here at all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, at Rodney R. Payne. And that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok. So you want to make sure that you are following us. I want you to mark your calendars right now for October 8th. 2021 from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time, we will be hosting our virtual simulcast event uh, here right in Oklahoma City and a live forum will be live and that is April the 8th, 2021, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. That is a Friday and right now we have an early bird special for $79. That is going to include your simulcast from John Maxwell as well as live speaking and a lunch. You cannot beat that price. You want to take full advantage of that today. Visit us on our social media platforms to find out more information or reach out to us via email and get your tickets today. You and your team, you want to be in the room. There's a simulcast portion and there's a live portion. We're going to have a great, great time of leadership growth, and we're going to do it all over lunch for only for $79. So get you and your team tickets today. So this week, I want to talk about leading with excellence, leading with excellence. One of the things that we look at in leadership is everyone has a very high bar. And the challenge when you have a high bar is that sometimes it's hard to measure up to your own thoughts and ideas. So what I want you to do is consider uh, this process of leading. First of all, what is a leader? What is a leader? A leader is a person characterized by having some degree of authority or influence. John Maxwell says leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So when we think about influence, a leader has to gain influence capital And it's very difficult to expect your team to perform at an excellent level when you don't do that. So it's important that we understand leading with excellence must be modeled. It must be modeled, not just stated, but it must be modeled. What what do you mean uh, excellence? Well, excellence is defined as the state or quality of excelling or being exceptionally good. Extreme merit, superiority, and action characteristic feature 
in which a person excels. So excellence is above the line. It's above the mark. It sets the pace. It is extremely or exceptionally good. And so every leader that I know desires to have excellence in their leadership and excellence from their leadership team. I want to give you four keys to leading with excellence to help you propel your team to the next level. That is our goal. We want to make sure that we are able to achieve optimal levels of performance as a leader and also in leveraging influence as a leader to help others to lead excellently as well. So what's key number one? Key number one to leading with excellence is you as a leader must respect your authority. When people allow you to have influence in their lives and in their business model and in their their maturation process, it's important that you as a leader respect the authority that you have been granted in that position. So understand, you may be the founder of the business, you may be the president, the CEO, the high-ranking officer in the business, but with that leadership comes great responsibility. And so you've been extended some authority as a leader that it you really have to make sure that you respect that and you treat it with respect and you don't abuse your authority. One thing about authority is that uh, when it is abused, it it puts a a negative spin on everything you do, and it can truly be difficult to overcome. So when you fail to lead and and respect the authority you have as a leader, what ends up happening oftentimes is you have casualties of war. So you want to be very careful to respect and be really sensitive and sincere of the authority that you have been granted. Understand there are many people that can that your team can go work for, they can partner with, they can collaborate with. So you want to be one who makes sure that whenever you're looking uh, to work and partner with your team, that you respect your position of authority uh, by being a leader who, who doesn't say, uh, do what I say, but rather a, a leader who models the way to do, a leader who shows the behaviors and the disciplines necessary to lead with excellence. So you want to make sure that to respect your authority means that you hold yourself not to the same standard as your team, but to a higher standard. Not because you are better or anything like that, but because everything rises and falls on leadership. So as the leader goes, so goes the organization. In John Maxwell's best-selling book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, the the first law he talks about is the law of the lid. And what he says is that a leader is able to increase that lid by about two. Uh, but the team that they lead will always be about one under them. He, they, they, he, the team will never outpace the leader. So if you don't respect your authority, you're going to limit your personal growth, thereby limiting the growth of your team. So we want to make sure that you respect your authority. Secondly, we alluded to this in the first one, but I want to break this one down just a little bit more in detail. Respect those you lead. The people that you lead, the team members that you lead, those who you are given the privilege of influencing, they are people. They have emotions, they have feelings, they have 
different uh, life things going on just like you. They, they are struggling through some things. And so you have to be very careful to respect those you lead. You've been given the responsibility. You've been given the opportunity to lead them. And so you want to respect your authority by not being offensive, but you want to respect those that you lead by looking at them as people and not just gap fillers, not just producers, not just in line um, where they revenue increases. That we want to make sure that we look at the individuals and that we are respectful. Now, here's the key. Many times leaders give what I call a great locker room speech. We are gifted in the art of the oratory. We are able to speak and to speak well. So I want to make sure that we understand that respect must be shown to be believable. It must be expressed to be believable. Um, Words will never be enough to convince someone that you respect them. Words will never be enough. So you want to make sure that you are really, really careful to take the time to, first of all, get to know your staff, your team, get to know them on an individual level. Uh, Take time to learn names. This is how you respect those you lead. Um, Spend some time not just getting to know their name, but then Perhaps go back to the floor where you begin your career and work beside them. Uh, Do some of the work that they do. It will garner respect from them, and it will help you to better respect what they go through. I'm not asking you to be a counselor by any stretch of the imagination. I'm simply saying show some sincere interest in those that you lead. That is the greatest form of respect. People uh, really don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And when you care about your team and you respect them, then you will find they are more productive, they're more satisfied in their work, they're willing to own part of the process, and they ultimately make you more successful. But when we fail to respect them and take them for granted as leaders, we shorten our process, we stunt our growth, um, and we we end up, in some cases, creating uh, irre- irreparable damage uh, against one of our employees. Some things we can't, uh, we irreparable, we can't fix it, it, it because we've not taken the time to respect the person. That's what we want to do is we want to respect the person. So when you take time out to respect those you lead, what you're going to find here is that that they will be more productive. So if we're going to lead with excellence, key number one is we have to respect our own authority, right? Key number two is we have to respect those that we lead. Uh, key number three, let's, let's slow down here for just a minute. Key number three is we have to be accountable. Be accountable. As a leader, you have to be accountable first and foremost to yourself. There has to be a set of values, often called core values, that you live by that you want to hold yourself accountable to. Understand, you're going to miss it from time to time, but accountability does not uh, put the blame on someone else when I miss it. So the first thing you want to do in being accountable is do your job. It, it's hard to respect the leader who is always telling you to do your job when they don't do their own job. You want to do your job. We're talking about leading with excellence. So you want to not only do your job, but you want to do your job well. Let me say it again. Accountable leaders do their job and they do their job well. 
I alluded to this a little earlier. It's critical. If we're going to be accountable as leaders, we must own our mistakes. You are not infallible. You are surely going to have some leadership failures along the way. Uh, a, a, a respectful, uh, uh, excellent leader will always own their mistakes. Let me say this. Don't dilute your mistakes by blaming others who contributed to your mistake. An accountable leader takes full accountability for what they did, what they have done, where they have failed. They don't blame anyone else. Don't ever apologize to someone telling them you're, you apologize for what you did, but then say, but I only did it because of A, B, C, X, Y, Z. What that becomes is a watered-down, diluted apology that you have literally taken away the sincerity and the respect from because you're not taking it. You says, you're saying, yes, I messed up, but if they wouldn't have messed up, I wouldn't have messed up. No, ma'am, no, sir. As a leader, we want to fully own our mistakes. We want to say that we did them, but admission of a mistake, admission of your humanity is not enough for an excellent leader. An excellent leader must correct their mistakes. It's one thing to be acknowledged, and it's another thing to apologize, but at the end of the day, you have to correct that. You cannot expect people to deal with your negative disposition all the time because that's just the way you are. If you often find yourself apologizing for your disposition, it is your responsibility as a leader to work on how do I correct this disposition as opposed to expect people to allow grace for this disposition. And I want you to know you have to be willing to correct your mistakes. Now, as a leader who is holding yourself accountable, you would be doing your team a disservice if you didn't hold them accountable. That's right. Leading with excellence, yes, it requires me as a leader to hold myself accountable, but it also requires me to hold my team accountable. That's right. So my team, those I lead, oftentimes as leaders, we will cover for them. We'll fill the gaps. We'll not hold them accountable, and we'll find ourselves in many cases, doing their work for them where they have failed. That is poor leadership. Excellence requires that we, as leaders, we model the excellence that we expect, and then we hold our team members accountable for that same level of excellence. Now, one caveat is you cannot hold someone accountable for what you have not equipped them with the tools to do. Let me say that again. You cannot hold someone accountable if you've not taken the time to train them and give them the tools they need to do the job, and then you have to empower them. So we have to equip them and then empower them before we can hold them accountable because otherwise you're asking them to do a job that's probably your job that they're not prepared to do, they haven't been trained to do, and they're certainly not empowered to do it, so they can't be held accountable. So it's a process. When we want, we want, when we want to lead with excellence, we have to make certain that we take time to, yes, hold our leadership team accountable but we have to equip them, we have to empower them, and then we hold them accountable. That's the way we move the needle. Um, we, we, it's often difficult to separate from leaders who are less uh, than, 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 than productive than what we would like, but, but I want you to understand that if you haven't prepared them, if you haven't equipped them, 
if you haven't empowered them, then you're really doing them a disservice. Uh, you, you, you have to inspect what you expect, and that's where accountability comes in. And that's where we as leaders grow. But if you're a leader who makes mistakes, and I promise you, you are, if you're a leader who makes mistakes, but you don't correct those mistakes, you don't hold yourself accountable for those mistakes, you, you don't admit to those mistakes, it becomes difficult when you have a team member that you're leading who is in the same boat that you were in just a few days ago, you didn't do anything about it, how can you expect them to do anything about it? Oh my goodness. Listen, you are listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We're talking about leading with excellence today. We've talked about at, that a leader is a person characterized by having some degree of authority or influence. Excellence, the state, of, state or quality of excelling or being exceptionally good, extreme merit, superiority and action, characteristic feature in which a person excels. That is an excellent leader. And we're talking about four keys to leading with excellence. Key number one is respect your authority, the, the authority that you have as a leader, the influence you have as a leader. Respect that. Don't be abusive of your authority. Number two is respect those you lead. They are people, not pawns. They are people, not revenue producing machines. They are people. We want to respect them. Number three, we want to be accountable. We want to hold ourselves accountable and hold our teams accountable. And so number four is to have an excellent leader, to lead with excellence, you have to be a leader. Inevitably, you're going to fail. You're going to fall short. You're going to pull, you're going to, you're going to have less than optimal results in some cases. So that means that it, you, you may have, uh, in some ways, not, as, not been as respectful of your authority as you perhaps should have been. In some ways, you may not have respected your team in the right way. In some ways, you may not have held yourself to the right level of accountability. Well, when you have to be a leader, you have to keep leading. So no matter what, you got to go back, make sure you respect that authority, make sure you respect those you lead, make sure you hold yourself accountable, and understand, failure is not an excuse for you to stop leading. Let me say that again. Failure is not an excuse for you to stop leading. Failure is simply a stepping stone to improvement when you hold yourself accountable. So yes, you're going to have some shortcomings. Yes, you're going to miss the mark. But what I want you to do is I want you to make sure no matter what that you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, go back, revisit. Did I respect my authority correctly? Did I respect my team correctly? And then hold yourself accountable for where you missed it. Then correct it. Then give empower your team, train your team, equip your team, and then hold them accountable. But whatever you do, keep leading. Leaders win because they keep leading. Yes, you're going to have some obstacles to come in your way, and yes, you're going to have some challenges that are going to seem insurmountable. But when you take the time as the excellent leader that I know you are to go back and assess where did I misuse my influence? Where did I drop the ball? What could we have done better? I know we had a great quarter, but how could we have made that better? I know we came out on the end okay, but what steps along the way could we have been more efficient? How could we have handled some things better? Uh, sometimes we get across the finish line and we celebrate the victory, but we've caused some personal and emotional pain along the way. We want to clean those things up because they increase our productivity, they improve our culture, and ultimately they help to get us to our in-state goal of leading with excellence. I hope this has helped you. I want you to remember 
leading with excellence. Respect your authority. Respect those you lead. Be accountable, meaning hold yourself accountable and hold those you lead accountable. And remember, you can't hold anyone accountable that you have not equipped, that you have not empowered. You have to equip them first, then empower them, release them, and hold them accountable. And finally, that's right, be a leader. Not just a leader, but an excellent leader. I know you can do it. I believe you can do it. I want you to go be an excellent leader right now. You can do it. Listen, thank you for hanging out with me on Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Make sure you're following us at all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. You can always find information out about how we can help you or your business through coaching and training programs that we offer at RodneyRPayne.com. And I'm just excited. Don't forget, October 8th, 2021, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Set the side a day. Set, set the day aside. I'm sorry. For $79, be in the room for the simulcast and live teaching and a lunch, all for $79 on the early bird special. This will not keep going, so you want to get in on this ASAP. If you want information, you can email me at rpain at onevoiceinc.org. I have sponsorship opportunities available, and you can be in the room with your team. Again, thank you so much for joining us this week for Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, Coach Rodney Payne. Let's keep growing together. Listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would rate and subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.